we're live. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Two Idiot Girls. Um, so my name is Jason. I'm 27 and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And my name is Drew and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I am 25. Um, so we took kind of a little break. Um, the first episode may or may not have been uploaded in February and it's now August, but who's counting? Not me. Not me. Uh, <laughs> but we're back now. We're also video recording this. So hello to all our friends who are going to watch the video recording. We're also <laughs> in two different states right now. So we've had a lot of different life updates and changes. And But yeah, we're super excited to be back. Very excited. So um, basically our like mantra slash purpose of our show is that we're just two idiot girls and we're just here to talk and have a good time. Just talking. Just talking. <laughs> um, so today's episode, the name obviously of the episode is how we broke the chokehold of internalized misogyny slash yes. uh, sexism. Thank right? God. So we wanted to look up the definition of internalized misogyny slash sexism. So here's what Wikipedia says. Wikipedia says internalized sexism takes the form of sexist behaviors and attitudes enacted by women towards themselves or other women and girls. On a larger scale, internalized sexism falls under the broad topic of internalized oppression, which consists of oppressive practices that continue to make the rounds even when members of the oppressor group are not present. So yesterday when we were meeting and we were talking, when I read that um, definition, I was like hella shook by like the last part, like oppressive practices are still being enacted and making rounds, even when members of the oppressor are not present. So like we do this to other women or to ourselves when men aren't even there to like facilitate it because it's been so ingrained in society, in our brains and how we've grown Mm -hmm. up and been raised. Mm -hmm. Um, to be sexist, which is just wild to me, you know? Yeah. So it's just one of those things where you kind of have to unlearn it and you have to make the conscious choice to unlearn it Mm -hmm. because you're going to do it regardless. Like I still, to this day, catch myself sometimes having thoughts like that. And it's something that it's like an everyday struggle. So you have to just make sure that you're working on it constantly. And then like calling it out in things that you see too in films, like the first topic we're going to talk about is being a guy's girl, right? The girl who likes football and drinks beer and only has male friends. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like girls because girls are drama and boys are not, which is a fallacy because men are fucking dramatic. Men are so, so extremely dramatic over the most insane things. Just like Mm -hmm. women are people in general are dramatic. It's just, it is what it is. A hundred percent. So one of the first things I thought of when we were talking about being a guy's girl, because my entire life, I've always wanted to be that, which is so funny because I'm, I'm, I'm lesbian. I'm gay. So like, I don't <laughs> give a fuck about, not I lesbian. No, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, I don't care about men. They make me, make me so wildly uncomfortable to be around them, mm-hmm. period, mm-hmm. Um, unless they're in my immediate family. Um, Mm -hmm. so I wrote the biggest weight off my shoulders was realizing I didn't have to pretend to care about football anymore. Oh my God. I could give less of a shit about football sports. I think they're boring. I don't care unless it's the Olympics. And even then I'm like, only want to watch specific sports like everyone else. I don't care about football. And it was so nice to kind of realize I'm like, I don't have to pretend to care about that because I don't care about being cool or desirable by men that's entirely what I think a good portion of being internalized um, internally misogynistic is trying to be like a man or a, a, like approachable or um you're you know trying I mean? to 
to be uh, someone in the male gaze, someone yeah. that men will fantasize about. Find desirable, uh, yeah. Yeah, and find desirable. And traits like that are ones that are inherently mm-hmm. masculine, whatever that may be, um, mm-hmm. to men in general. But I think that most women struggle with that, especially when they're younger. So like when we were in high school, like pick me girls, what are now known as pick me girls. Yeah. Was this like, is a pick me girl. They, yeah. They were the popular girls. So they were the ones that men liked and they were like, Oh, I love a girl who could talk about sports. I love a girl um, who can eat. I love a girl who's not afraid love, to eat. Yeah. I love a uh, hamburger and a salad between choosing, which one would you choose? Like stuff like that. So <laughs> as if it's indicative of who you are as a person, literally at all. Mm-hmm. So Feminine traits are found undesirable both in men and women. Things that are considered feminine. Yeah. In any way. It's considered weak. Yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that's a bunch of BS. I would love for you to talk more on girls are all just drama because I know this is a topic that you're very passionate about, especially with your TikTok presence. Yeah. I just, I don't uh, pick me girls inherently are in a chokehold in a vice grip by the male gaze because it's what they think men find desirable so they're like oh if I lean into this then men are going to find me desirable Mm -hmm. Um, and only the worst kinds of men in the fucking universe will find you desirable in that sense but women are dramatic because women are emotional more Mm -hmm. more emotionally cognizant than men are that's not a bad thing Mm -hmm. yeah just because women feel things deeper and have deeper understandings of things doesn't mean that they're dramatic it means that they Mm -hmm. are more emotionally mature than Mm -hmm. men are a hundred percent so and men are so fucking dramatic it's not even funny about everything about everything about football Yeah, about literally about things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Women are considered dramatic about things that do matter, like mm-hmm. that hurt my feelings when you said that. And they're like, oh, bitches are so dramatic. Yeah, Cook, can't take a joke. <laughs> right. So I think a lot of times, like people will be, will assume because of my, I guess, aggressive nature is what you could consider it, I guess. People will assume that I am a guy's girl. Which is the most offensive thing you could ever say to me because it's not true. I mm-hmm. more women gravitate towards me than men do. Yeah, they consider it masculine. Like yeah, which I think yeah. is super like only men can be mad or passionate about yeah. you know what I mean, certain things. Well, and what exactly is aggressive about me just not liking you being fucking rude? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're rude and I call it out, that doesn't mean I'm being aggressive. Yeah. So that's why it's only perceived as aggressive because I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. So that's why growing up, like I had lots of friends. I had lots of friends that were girls. Mm-hmm. I have all my best friends are girls. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Same. And women You are... and one and Kaylani. That's the... <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and I all my best friends in the world are women, besides mm-hmm. like my boyfriend, obviously. Yeah. That's probably like the only thing about me that's like I have a boyfriend so that's why they're like oh like I don't know I think they they assume straight women are always gonna be like I don't know straight women are more inclined I think to be internally misogynistic because they have like a a single scope lens on Mm -hmm. life and everything so thank god I'm not like that oh my god so the next part uh, I wrote beauty shit so Drew I mean as you can see I'm wearing makeup right now I do think Drew's wearing like the tiniest bit of makeup right now. Um, But I didn't learn how to wear makeup or put on my own makeup till I was 23. So I went through all of college, no makeup, maybe mascara every once in a while. And even then I didn't. Um, I hadn't done like eyelashes or nails or anything. Like I was telling Drew until I learned how to do eyeliner, 
I'm gonna have to wear eyeshadow because my eyes will look bald if I don't. And then she was like, yeah. Oh, just do eyelashes. And I'm like, I don't want to spend money on that. She goes, No, like it's strip lashes. And I'm like, I just said I can't do eyeliner. Why would I wear <laughs> strip lashes are easier? That's the thing. We kind of switched roles because yeah. growing up, I, I couldn't wait to wear makeup because mm-hmm. I'm always I'm so extra. And it's not because I didn't like what I looked like without it. I just thought I would look even better. Because mm-hmm. that's just like how my brain works. I'm like, oh man. I'm already, I'm already a 10 without it. Like that's how my 13 year old brain was thinking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it'll be even better. Um, and then growing up, I wore more makeup. And then when I got to college, I wore strip lashes. I got into wing liner. I like mm-hmm. mastered a wing liner and strip acrylics. lashes. Acrylics yeah. is when I, I got them for the first time in college with my, one of my best friends, Courtney, her dad took us to get our nails done damn I want a best friend named Courtney's dad to take me to get my nails done <laughs> yeah he took us and he's so sweet shout out Darren right <laughs> he took us to get our our nails done and he uh encouraged me because Courtney was like you should get acrylics and I was like oh I don't know and she's like yeah and then when I got them I got these chode like little tiny almond nails like uh, they look like, like dog nails <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like barely long enough. And then I was like, I have been reborn. When I had those nails, I was all, this is it for me. So they've just gotten longer and longer and longer sure. over the years. Uh, but I've dialed it back now. Now I wear like less makeup. and But now my eyelashes and my nails are on 100 all the time. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why I kind of like struck a balance now. I just never, I used to tell my mom like, oh, like if boys don't like me, because this is when I thought I only like boys if boys don't like me without makeup on then they're not gonna see me with makeup on and then my mom yeah, literally, like, and then she really told me she goes no you're just lazy you don't want to spend time to do it and I'm all you don't need to yell at me we all know this you say it so loud yeah I but can hear see, you I think that's internally misogynistic at the same oh, time absolutely. too you know the yeah. idea of it's like, like this this fantasy litmus test that you're like oh first I need to see if you like me without makeup on <laughs> <laughs> then we'll see if you get to the next step dude not me when i was in college i would wear a full beat to class every day and i went to school in hawaii so i, I was sweating I would, yeah i remember one time we were visiting we were dropping you off for um i think your sophomore year yeah. and we were getting ready to go on a hike a hike did you hear me a hike through hawaii and it was hot a hike this bitch she's putting highlighter freaking carving her brows and i'm like dude we're going on a hike and she's like a bitch never is never not ready. You got to put if your you face. stay ready. You never have to get ready. <laughs> and you know what I think? I think if I yeah, I wear makeup when I leave the house. Like sometimes I don't. But if I go to the gym, sometimes I'll put on a light beat. And what of it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's There's another nothing thing wrong too. with like, it. Yeah, yeah. When they're like, oh, bitches who wear makeup to the gym. What the fuck? Do you, you know what's funny is men could never tell the difference. If I if I, I walked in like too. this, yeah, they could never tell the difference. Mm-mm. You're giving yourself way too much fucking credit. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Oh, I want I like a natural girl." And they'll show you a picture of Kim Kardashian. That bitch is in a full beat, full constantly. Beat. Yeah, I was gonna say constantly. I'm watching I'm watching the new season of Love Island, and they did this game where they're like, "Oh, like how do how well do you know your partner?" So one of the guys was saying he only likes full natural girlies, and on this season specifically, this is the most people I've seen on the on the show with plastic surgery which is fine mm. do what you yeah. gotta do right yeah um they all are beautiful period yeah. and um he kept saying i don't like fake girls and so one of the girls who has a little more work than i think than the other ones was like what the hell does that mean like under her breath yeah. then he said it again in another question 
all natural girlies, whatever. And so they like, like, like fucked him up. Poor thing. He was like crying. They're saying like, you don't know, you know, which is true. The stressors and the standards that are, you know, put on to women at such a young age that we feel like we have to, you know, I don't, I'm not going to feel good about my body unless I get something done, which is completely fine. Once, once again, they can't tell the fucking difference. Like you're a liar. You're literally a liar. I could put two pictures of people together and ask you which one of these people is wearing makeup and they would get it wrong every Mm -hmm. single time because they don't know fucking shit. So that's Mm -hmm. why I say like men don't know dick. So just do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. If you want to wear a light beat to the gym, if you want to wear a full beat to the gym, like cut your contour, put on fake lashes, girl, who gives a fuck? I used to wear a full beat every, every day to class. The one time this girl told me when I was like a junior in college, she was like, every day I see you girl, you always have lashes and liner. And I said, yeah. And, and what of it? And what of it? Even if I didn't have time to do my face, I always did my eyes. That's what I always I did my that. eyes. <laughs> and then she would laugh and she'd be like, I wish I, I wish I had the, like the strength to do that. Like, I wish I, I, just uh, be- I hate that narrative too. She's Man, like, I, I don't yeah. know how you do it. Get up, yeah. get ready for your Same. makeup and nails. But she would be like, I don't, uh, oh, like I can't do it. Cause I'll be late. And I'm like, I was late. <laughs> I'll be late. I don't give a fuck. I was always late. I'm going to be we late were, regardless. So. We were at um, like a business setting, me, my, me and you. And yeah. someone said, damn, how do you wipe your ass with your nails? And this is oh, literally yeah. what Drew said. She said, I don't. People wipe their butt after they poop. I don't do that. And then they're all, and it was a man and he was just staring yeah. at her. And then he was like, oh, ha, ha. and she goes, I don't wipe my ass. What are you talking about? Yeah. What I are don't. you talking about? As soon as Who these things that? are on, I don't wipe my ass. What are you talking yeah. about? Who does that? I said they're self-cleaning. You don't know that about female anatomy, but buttholes are self-cleaning. <laughs> that's why <laughs> I don't have to was, wash my ass either. So that's my least favorite question too. Like, I don't know how you do it, girl. I could never. I'm like, yeah, I know. Look at you. I know. I know you can't do it. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with wanting to wear a full beat everywhere. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have really long, nice nails. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. And well, I think that was too, like that men really believe that that we do this for them. And even if like, that's what inspired it subconsciously when you were like young, like 12, 13, regardless, it's evolved into something more. So 100%. like, even when yeah. women are like, oh, if you wear makeup at all, that makes you misogynistic. That's not true. Right. It's like one of those things where at this point you just can't be fully, fully no, Clear. not, yeah. yeah, you just, there's just no way to escape like things that were inspired by misogyny in this Mm -hmm. world so like at this point though they've evolved past Mm -hmm. that so like plastic surgery is another good example of that too like it started as something that was to fit within a certain mold for men right Mm -hmm. but now it's evolved past that I think so now it's like women generally just do it just because they want to and they it makes them feel good about themselves yeah and what's wrong with that power to you girl yeah I think that too I think that um internalized misogyny doesn't allow women to pleasure them do things that pleasure themselves in that way do you know what I mean so like I wear makeup because it makes me feel good and I I I like how it looks I don't yeah I mean I'm gonna marry a woman I don't give a fuck what men look at me or think of me unless it's Chris Evans they always forget about that part too (laughs) when they're like you guys do that for us I'm like you know that gay people exist but if you feel like that, chances are you don't know anything about gender or sexuality either. So, so. it's like that that Venn diagram is a fucking circle mm-hmm. of like bigots. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that was freeing for me. That was like, I was like, I love to do lashes. I love nails. Like as soon as I got those first acrylics, I was like, 
this is it for me. This is a big part of my you know personality meme, now. You know that meme of SpongeBob floating in the air? Like, yeah. They play that music that was you getting your nails done. Yeah, it was literally me. I was like, where have I been all my life? Yeah. And I said, hey, Drew, nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, other Drew, I knew Drew. Hey, real Drew, nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny to, well, it's not really funny. It's kind of sad to think like the worst people to say misogynistic shit to you are women. Those ones hurt yeah. the most. Yeah. And I know generally. my sister, when she worked at the NFL, cause my sister's a full glam kind of girly, mm. um, her boss wore Tom's to work. So you can imagine the type of woman she was. Yeah. Those and are the vibes. she would tell Drew like, you know, you wear a lot of makeup, like stuff. Like I don't know the- how you do that every day. It was like yeah. one of those. And, you're and my it's boss. disguised. It's yeah. literally disguised as like, Insecurity. oh, wow, I admire you, but it's really just, it's a drag. It's low key. A drag. Yeah. It's a shit sandwich. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. Is 100%. It is. Yeah. And I like, it would, she would say the same thing about my nails and like everything. And I'm like, well, you know, being a bad bitch is a full-time job, but you know, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> so it was, nobody here is picking up the mantle. So I guess I'm going to have to do All it. Right. Just kidding. Come, Come on. on. Come on. <laughs> I just like, I liked looking, I liked looking nice and I liked looking professional. So mm-hmm. that's what I did. Right. And also it was in LA. So everybody's trendy and mm-hmm. all that, but like, I just dressed the way I liked and did my makeup and stuff the way I liked. And then you know, someone always has someone always has something to fucking say. Right. So you might as well just dress and act exactly the way you want to. 100%. I would say another thing that I used to do that was like inherently, I guess, like a male gaze internalized misogyny thing mm-hmm. was like in college. Obviously, what was popular at the time as far as like what to wear was popular at the time. Mm-hmm. But like I used to dress very like specific to like I didn't like to hide my body too much but I also didn't want to show it too much because I was kind of like this, I don't want to be too showy, but at the same time, I don't want to be too conservative. conservative. Yeah. It was like this constant tipping of the scales, Mm -hmm. which was annoying because now I dress how the fuck I want to dress. So if I want to wear a big, a four X t-shirt and big baggy jeans, and that's what the fuck I'm going to wear. But like five or six years ago, I used to think like, Oh my God, I'm going to look so fat. And then I think like to who, you know what I mean? Like, who the fuck's looking at me that I'm, like, concerned that they may think something about me? You know what I well, mean? Well, and then you, that, like, points to another thing, like, what's wrong with looking fat? You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it was, like, it's, like, a sandwich of internalized fat phobia, mm-hmm. misogyny, and, like, male gaze. Mm-hmm. All of it in mm-hmm. one. So I used to dress... I mean, it was popular at the time, too. So I'll give myself a little bit of grace. Like, what was in at the time? Like, knee-high yeah. socks were in in, like, 2015, Not where I lived, so... Well, you I'm, lived in Oregon, so... Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, really, you know, corseted kind of things. Um, like, backlist stuff. Just stuff that was... And I'm thinking, like, going to school every day. I used okay. to dress, like, summery, but also, like, really trendy. That's what, like, what I was always trying to do. <laughs> Um, going out was another thing, like yeah. you know, just we wear whatever. But um, yeah, that was just something that was very freeing for me because now I have lots of baggy jeans. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. stuff that's really baggy, and I like how that looks on me. Mm-hmm. I think it looks awesome. So I'm, I'm more concerned now about being comfortable and looking good as opposed to like, oh, like what? If but like looking like- good to you, like what do you think would exactly. look good? Yeah, yeah, like what I think looks cute, like something that's trendy to me, not mm-hmm. necessarily like, ooh, what if this doesn't catch somebody's eye? Like, what the fuck do I care? That's yeah. how I used to think mm-hmm. back when I was young. So. Sure. 
thank god I don't feel like that anymore that was yeah. exhausting mm-hmm. oh 100 percent. but I didn't I think maybe like I didn't I was more internally misogynistic when I was in high school because I yeah, thought same. I was straight and then when I went to college yeah. and all, I like I hung out with like my entire rugby team all my a lot of my friends were queer and whatever so yeah. I never really thought like oh I wonder if a man will like me in this or like do yeah. I I've and I've always been I want to dress comfortable and what feels good on my yeah, skin yeah you've always and, been like that yeah, yeah. Uh, which is also a part of being, I think, lazy and just comfortable with like, what I like yeah. to wear. Yeah. Um. So I remember like looking back and thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I used to think like that in high school. Like every, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Same. especially like embracing different parts of yourself. Like you were saying like, oh, like my body feels good in this. So I want to wear this. Yeah. So like I, every day in high school, I would wake up at 5 a.m. Even though school didn't start till eight or whatever. And I would Seven. straighten my hair and just freaking destroy all of my natural hair because yeah. I thought, it was ugly and that boys wouldn't like it and that oh if you wore natural hair to school you're you know you know boring or you know what I mean like yeah well and super straight hair was in at the time too. yeah I mean everything that's ever been in is from a male gaze a hundred percent yeah period from the jump you know absolutely and Mm -hmm. I think too that when I was in high school I had lots of internalized misogynist internalized misogyny and like misogynistic traits or like things that would affect my likes and dislikes oh yeah we were picking girls from the job yeah yeah yeah. so like everybody was like that I think when they Mm -hmm. were especially when they were younger it's whether or not you grow out of it that's Uh important Mm -hmm. but uh I think the only part of me that was never internalized misogyny was being harassed or being like disrespected by Mm -hmm. men like that like the pick me bitch inside of me could not stomach that like she yeah. couldn't she couldn't handle that mm-hmm. so that like it, she would go away for a second when I had to have to be mean to a dude and then it would come right back when I yeah. was like buying clothes or like deciding if I wanted to do my hair that day stuff mm-hmm. like that like the first time someone ever asked me for inappropriate pictures when I was like god how old was I like 14 yeah not even I think 13 you're a freshman 13? yeah I know everybody like, that's like I feel like me and my sister were connected in the womb that's why we're so close I feel like yeah. that's why we're so close but I feel like everything that's ever happened to you that's been like traumatic or like really scary I've always felt like it happened to me too because yeah, I always literally. feel for you so much yeah, yeah same uh he asked me for pictures and I thought he meant like pictures of my face so I was like like pictures of my face question mark and then I sent a picture of my face and mm-hmm. then he was like no like other pictures and I was like you're obviously I wasn't cussing at the time so I was like you're disgusting I never want to talk to you again don't ever text this number again like I literally said like like you know when text would send in multiple things because we had mm-hmm. like and you had a blackberry yeah yeah literally I had like an NV2 when mm-hmm. I was sending that and I was like, don't you ever talk to me again. And if I see you around, I'm going to say something. Like I was literally like, <laughs> like threatening him as like a 13 or 14 year old would. Yeah. And I remember telling Dason so in passing, I was like, yeah, can you believe that? And she was like, what? Like, that's not normal. And I was yeah. like, I was like, I don't know. I heard he does it to a lot of girls, but don't worry. I told him. <laughs> So she was, gross. yeah so I mean if that wasn't the 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 ball that really 
started rolling for me that men don't fucking matter yeah 100 <laughs> yeah i mean we have so many other instances too but yeah that one was for no sure shit. a huge one yeah honestly basically so that, that's our experience with internalized misogyny and all of our you know kind of takes on it so how we can do better drew's already kind of talked about that like i always think like where is my thought process based in so like mm-hmm. if i'm thinking something and it doesn't sound kind of right like if i'm like oh girls who wear too much makeup in my head or i'm like are like sluts or whatever yeah you you think when you're thinking like that and then Mm -hmm. like if I think something not that but something like that I'm like what is this based in it's based in yeah you know wanting to appease and appeal to men and whatever so I'm always thinking about things I'm thinking about you know whether it's about my body or you know my race or whatever my sexuality I'm like what is this really based in is this really you know is this based in patriarchal like um beliefs or things of that nature yeah um and then I always think you can always stand up for women and none of that like women support women shit where you can't critique a woman yeah in a way where you're critiquing something that isn't like rude or you know what I mean we only it's never like that women only it's always women supporting women until they say something you don't like that's a white feminism thing yeah so we don't feature that here yeah (laughs) Yeah. you don't blindly support anybody you shouldn't Mm -hmm. blindly support anybody you should always be on the same page and Mm -hmm. also everyone should always be evolving and wanting to get better and be open to criticism when you fuck up when you do Mm -hmm. bad things or when you make mistakes because everybody makes mistakes Mm -hmm. and I think a good thing too is like like you said asking yourself like what is this really about like what Mm -hmm. is this really based in another good measure is to talk to people who feel the same way you do so like I'll literally call Dace and I'll tell her like is this like like hear me out on this like if I feel like I'm being too like if my internalized misogyny is showing Mm -hmm. with the way I feel about certain things I'll literally call her and ask her like hey what are your thoughts on this because like this is how I feel but I don't know if I'm like seeing it through one lens Mm -hmm. and then a lot of times like if you have real friends real family that will be honest with you they'll shoot you straight and she's done that to me plenty of times where she's like, nah, dude, I think you're looking at it wrong. Like the way you're looking at it is coming off very internalized misogynistic. Very 2012. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this is 2015. You, this is yeah. in 2021. You like, she'll be really honest with me. And I, I admire that and cherish that because that's the only way you get better. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten many messages too on like TikTok and stuff about how I can get better when it comes to like my vernacular, when I'm sure. addressing like non-binary people, for mm-hmm. example, or when I'm talking about cis gender heterosexual people, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like I've had one of my trans followers tell me that specifying cisgender men is kind of invalidating trans men as if they're oh, 100%. Not real men. Yeah, like, I had never people, thought about it that way before. Yeah. You know, people will take the word women and take out the, the E and put an X. Yeah. And they're saying like, you're acting like, like trans women wouldn't count under the regular exactly. spelling. Yeah. Word, and yeah. I had never thought about it that way. And that's how mm-hmm. I used to, that's how I used to make TikTok videos only because I wanted them to know I wasn't, I was talking about a very specific kind of dude, but I don't need to say that in order know. to like specify. Yeah, they know. So <laughs> them messaging me and having that discourse with me, I'm grateful for because yeah. it helps me get better. And I just want to be more inclusive. I always want to be better and Jason has changed the game for me helping me get better about all kinds of facets of life like that Mm -hmm. so that's another thing you could do is talk to somebody else like ask them what are your thoughts on this like this is how I feel and then be open to the criticism Mm -hmm. that's important that you're open and willing to take it and get better Mm -hmm. right (laughs) because a lot of times people don't want to hear it like Mm -hmm. They'll ask you the question, but if you don't give them the answer they want to hear, yeah, then they might like, get offended. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So like one time someone messaged me and was like, oh, how do you feel about non-black people wearing box braids which made no sense because I've made several videos telling people that I am not black so a lot of times people think I'm black so they think I'm the person to ask sure so I told her well first of all I'm not black so I'm not the person to ask I would highly encourage you reach out to other black creators or black friends of yours if you have any Mm -hmm. and ask them their thoughts because I'm not an expert on that however I do know that it is offensive for multiple (laughs) reasons because cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation are two very different things just be open be willing to get Mm -hmm. better and ask other people who are like-minded don't ask people who feel the same way you do about Mm -hmm. things that's not gonna get you anywhere (laughs) so okay I think that's the end of this episode if you any of you have any suggestions on topics you would like for us to talk about with our experience in or I know Mm -hmm. we have a bunch lined up um yeah send them our way thanks for joining us on this episode of two idiot girls see bye bye